Melissa Stengel is our guest today on the 92nd episode of Auto What? I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell. How's it going, Mel S? Doing great. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> has anybody called you Mel S before during like the Spice Girl sp- uh, phase? No. When no. there are too many other Mel's around? Mm-hmm. I used to try to get people to call me Missy. Missy? <laughs> uh, how long did that go on for? Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I feel like self self named nicknames never work. No. Like I, I think my I was trying to do K for a while, like K A Y, but then people thought it was a lady online. <laughs> Isn't your Twitter name still K O? It is, yeah. Yeah. People are confused. My grandpa, it's apparently it's my email tag as well when I send some emails. Yeah. And I emailed my grandpa recently and he, he emailed me back asking why I changed my name. And he thought it was like a legal <laughs> legal issue. <laughs> uh, I imagine it was that easy. You yeah. just change it online somewhere. It's like officially that's what your name is. One day. Yeah. Totally. That's how I cool. do it. Uh, so, Melissa, we're excited to talk to you about, uh, well, all kinds of things. Uh, yoga, Starbucks, uh, living in Hintonburg, et cetera. Yeah. But first, we have some beer you see in front of us. Uh, it's a Montreal beer. Is that right, Rob? We have a Montreal beer that is very difficult to Google mm. because it, it, it falls under two different names, whether you're in Canada or whether you're in the States. And so it's from the uh, Brasserie Dieu du Ciel, and it's called Aphrodite in the States. Its English name is Aphrodite. Yep. Its French name is Aphrodisiac. Ooh. Oh, that's very different, isn't it? It's very different. What's on the label? Uh, this label says Aphrodite, which means that this is the like Americanized version. And uh, I'll let you guys know this is a black stout, and there's embedded cocoa beans and vanilla beans uh, that are embedded in the actual brewing process. Oh. And uh, so try it out. What do you guys think? So I'm I I'm getting over a cold, so I'm all stuffed up, but I can still taste the uh, the vanilla at the very least. Hmm. Did you say there's like coffee or something in there, or is it just cocoa? No, cocoa beans and vanilla beans. Okay, so um, yeah. I actually taste both. The cocoa sort of comes after. That's nice. Mm, I love this beer. This is great. Yeah. This is my kind of beer. There you go. I don't usually like beer, but it's pretty good. All right. Good. What? So before today, assuming this is now your favorite beer, what? Uh, Absolutely. What was your beer of choice if you had to drink one? Um, honestly, what everybody else is drinking. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Does no. it all so taste more or less the same? I, for a little while, tried to like beer because it's like cool to like beer. Yep. Cheaper. Uh, that's true. Yep. Um, but decided that it just isn't worth it. Okay. Interesting. So the what, taste isn't worth it or it's just the cost? The taste effects? isn't worth it. Okay. Interesting. I much prefer too. drinking wine or like okay. a cocktail or something, depending on my mood. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, already learning about Melissa. Yep. Uh, what was your least favorite beer? Do you oh. have one that made you sick or you despised? Guinness. Really? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. I've heard that. People, people not liking Guinness. Good to know. Me too. Rob, what do you think of this beer? It's a little strong for my taste just because I have, I'm what I call a super taster. People call people call people that if they have really strong taste buds, like yeah, really people sensitive. Don't call themselves that, though. No, people don't call themselves that. That's why I'm <laughs> saying I. That's why I'm defining it. I'm not medically a super taster, but I'm pretty sure if I got tested, I would be not medically anything. And I'm also getting over a cold, and so uh, it, the fact that it's very strong tasting and smelling to me right now. Yep. When I'm all stuffed up and and getting over this, probably means it's way too strong. But I, I like the taste. It's hmm. it's stronger than I would choose, but it's good beer. All right. Would you buy it again, Rob? Mm, you always make it come down to that. You're like... Only for you. <laughs> the, the piece of information you still haven't given me. Yeah. I would buy it again, yeah. Okay. 
Just check. I would drink one. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get a six pack and drink all of six. These come in four packs? Six. Six. All right. Yeah. There you go. What would you do with the other five? He'd I would give them, them. I would give them to friends. No, he'd probably uh, pour them. Do you have five other friends? I have six other friends. Oh, good. Yeah. Remember, remember those days when you could tell that your five friends just by opening your phone and seeing who was on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> those are simpler times. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to go through thousands of Facebook friends. That, okay. Just so a humble brag there. That's for I have thousands of friends. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. They always try to sell me sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get those like spammer ads? Don't spam. I don't <laughs> get those. I get those like none twice of those. a day. Well, Rob's kept a very tight knit group of friends oh, yeah. on, on Facebook for a while. Relatively yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Now so. I've doubled it to like, I don't know, 150 something. But for a while, you were holding a solid was 25. At, yeah. yeah there you it go. was the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, First of all, where where were you from? I'm from Ottawa. Where about? Um, I grew up in Nepean. Okay. My mom still lives there. Great. For not very much longer. Yep. Oh. Um, oh, she's moving, I think. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's moving out to Orleans. Okay. Her boyfriend but, bought her a house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a good gift. How do you but top that, though? <laughs> that just means that I have to move all my crap that I left behind out. Oh, into your place? Oh, no. Well, or into the new place. <laughs> no, it's not going into the new place, so okay. we'll see where it goes. Okay. All right. So you grew up in Nepean, and you stuck around Ottawa, or did you ever leave, or did you? Nope. No. Stayed here. Ottawa's home. Yeah. It's always been home. I went to Algonquin. Yep. And have lived here ever since. Moved Would out you? when I was 18. Oh, there nice. you go. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Living in Ottawa, going to school in Ottawa, but not living at home. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. I think it was probably the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go to res or did you? Nope. Uh, you- I moved in with some friends first year of college. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So how was that? Walk us through like, like I, I, when I moved, I'm from Elliott Lake on. <laughs> and, uh, just in case anybody didn't know. Uh, so when I moved here, I mean, yeah, I might've had, you know, I had a brother here, I think, but, but I did. And, but my mom obviously was not nearby. I'd never had to worry about, am I seeing her enough or what? So, or my dad, obviously both of them. Whereas you, living here, did you have to sort of balance it out? Or how does it work as a first year? Um, I Now that we don't live together, I have a much better relationship with my mom. Okay. We, like, I FaceTimed her last night because we just, you know, we talk all the time. But the first year yeah. after moving out, I, like, did everything in my power to avoid my mother and my brother. And um, yet she would do anything she could to kind of come and see me and she bought me groceries for a little while that okay. was really great that's yeah. one way to I, I really uh wish she would still do that but yeah. i mean i'm capable of buying my own groceries now adulting is hard <laughs> uh <laughs> okay so what'd you do at all um my first program i took hospitality management yep. i originally wanted to run a hotel I very quickly learned that I did not want to run a hotel. <laughs> no, it's a terrible job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. People do really weird things in not their own homes. Funny how that works, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I kind of fell in love with the restaurant side of it. And that's when I started working at Starbucks as a barista. Um, and then after that, I took event management because it looked really fun. And my other roommate was taking it. I really, really, really enjoyed that program, but just decided I didn't like the industry in Ottawa. I didn't like the people that I met. They were kind of not very positive people. They were always just kind of upset and angry, and I just didn't want to work in that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, my old roommate is still doing that kind of stuff, and she loves it. Yeah. Um, at that point, 
I had kind of really decided I loved Starbucks and wanted to move up. And I went and took um, just like a small medium enterprise management. It has a different name now. I don't I don't know what it's called now, but okay. um, also at Algonquin. At Algonquin, yeah. Okay. And I didn't end up finishing that one, but um, they had offered me the assistant manager position, and I had to be available all the time and. Basically, they told me that they would teach me the rest. And oh wow, mm. yeah, it's interesting. So, what what makes that interesting is that Starbucks is not your average employer. Like, if you, I I knew a lot of people who worked at Tim Hortons, for example, oh. or McDonald's, for example. I worked and at Tim Hortons. There you go. So, you know, with that, arguably, I mean, all those jobs are are obviously there's a lot that goes into it. But in the people, you know, with the people that I knew, it was. You know, it was just expected. You worked there for an amount of time, and then almost as as incentive to to keep going or, or whatever. They you know they sort of throw supervisor positions at you or whatever. But but Starbucks is a bit different, right? Because they they're kind of picky in terms of who they keep and who they move up, right? Could you speak a bit to that? Um. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, especially now that I'm doing a lot of the hiring for my own store and making sure that we're staffed and all that. Um. The company really wants to support everybody's development and they know that, you know, not everybody's going to want to move up to supervisor, manager role, anything like that. But we really want to like teach people job skills that they can take with them either into the next role or just into their lives in general, teach them how to, you know, work hard and and see the value in that. Um, Every partner is what we call them at Starbucks has um, stocks in the company. Right. So yeah. we're all owners, and you know, if the company does well, then, then we profit because of it. That makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. So okay, so you went from a barista, you became assistant manager from there. Just supervisor. A shift supervisor, and then an assistant manager. There you go. And um, then you know, for for a period of time, you you sort of stayed at that level, but now you're manager. Yeah. So, so the assistant manager role, they, they give you eight months to a year to be ready to run your own store. And if you're not ready, then you're offered a shift supervisor position. Oh. Um, yeah. It's so you brought back a, down. a training role. Okay. Wow. So you have yeah. to be ready. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You, you were ready. I was. Okay. So in terms of how, how do you decide? So, so man, like when you say manager, you mean you're in charge of a store? Yes. How do you just? How do they decide what story they give you, or or do you get any say in it? Um, I think at this point I have a little bit of say in it, but Hopefully, they yeah. really they try to match you with what would be best for you. So i I've, I've actually run three stores on my own now. Oh, um, I've moved six or seven times in the last five and a half years. Wow. Um, they my first store I actually. Took over. Well, they had sent me as an assistant manager to a second store, which doesn't normally happen, but it was to be drive drive through trained, okay. so that I could be ready to run a drive through on my own. I didn't even know those existed. Okay, <laughs> Starbucks has a drive through. Oh yeah, through. I really really miss the drive through. Actually, what? It's it's. You would think that it's less of the Starbucks experience, but it's really not. And there's actually stores in the States that have what they call face-to-face where there's um, a video camera so you can actually see the barista. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Eventually, I saw I saw a video of somebody, uh, I guess they knew how to how to do sign language. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And that was Starbucks as well, I think. Yeah, they ordered cool. true sign language, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's not bad. Um, huh. Okay, so, so anyway, you, you, 
essentially they they moved you around a little bit, but you landed on a store and, and eventually your current store. Yes. My second store as a store manager, I took over because I was actually the assistant manager there previously. Yep. And it was actually one of the top five busiest stores in the city. So they said, you've done this before. Here you go. Um, wow. But I'm really, really, really happy to be where I am in the Glebe right now. Right. I just, I love the community. Yeah. So, so that's a big deal. Like, I, I guess, I guess to me, I'm a person who's always lived sort of downtown. But to me, that was... That was the most interesting location because we make jokes about the Glebe all the time. But, you know, obviously it's relentlessly the pickiest relentless. people possible. And that's the thing. So when you take Especially the pickiest people possible Starbucks. and you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You bring them to Starbucks. I mean, that sounds like a recipe for disaster, but you're managing a store that seems to be doing relatively well. We're doing really so, well. So walk us through what it's like to be in the Glebe doing that versus somewhere else. It's. So much more about the community than any other store that I've ever worked at. And we're always encouraged to really kind of make it our own and, and fit in within the community with whatever the community is doing. So like when I worked at the drive through in Barhaven, it was, it was all the teenagers coming in getting their 25 pump frappuccinos. Of course. Yeah, um, yeah. or when I worked really in Canada, it was the, the skinniest of the skinny drinks. <laughs> um, okay. Now it's it's more about being involved in the community, and we've done quite a few little things to kind of help out. And um, they they have like a a community center a block away from us, and they're they're always asking for stuff, right, and we're yeah. kind of participating in some of their events and some of the things that lands down too. Yeah. So okay, that's cool. Uh, how how does Starbucks? sort of manage how much they're able to give do you have like an allotment of you can give this much per month or year or something and the reason i ask is you know back at you know well a few years back uh at ncirc i used to be part of a group that that ran not not ran but participated in this movember event so what we did is that either we would do like shoe shining or uh we had a sort of pancake sale or something uh so we, we did something at the very least and and for movember but what was interesting is that some of the times that we got donations, specifically from Starbucks, it didn't actually come from the one in our building, if I remember correctly. It came from the one in the Glebe. So I, and I'm not sure if there's a reason why, or if maybe people had relationships. And this is years back. This is before you became manager there, but it was probably the relationships. So that makes huh. sense. But, but is there like a, an allotment of how much you're able to give, or is it just? It's honestly, it's up to my discretion. I am in charge of basically everything in the store and ensuring that we're profitable and that we're bringing in a certain amount of money. And, and usually, um, if I think that it's going to have an impact on the community and, and really kind of have show our presence there, then I usually say yes. Okay. That's cool. And, and Starbucks is supportive of that. Yeah. Interesting. That's really neat that there's not a a set limit or, you know, you'd think there would be some kind of, red tape around around that kind of I thing. I mean at well, the end of the day I'm I'm responsible for my profit and loss right, statements right. and making sure everything falls in line. So I'm sure if I went really really overboard I, mm-hmm. there would be some consequences yeah. to it, but yeah. if I can show that it has kind of helped the store then we're good to go. Interesting. And Starbucks also uh supports one of the things that Keegan does. Ke- Keegan does a camp quality camp i guess and we've had a, a camp quality camp yeah. eastern we, we, ontario we've had a camp few quality. we've had a few people on uh i'm not gonna name them all but we had a bunch of people on where it's you know it's it's well it's it's a camp for people who what, have 
children cancer, I guess, specifically. Children, children yeah. who have, is it always cancer or is it just any illness? Uh, so yeah, it's always cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Uh, but Starbucks supports that, yes? Yeah, Melissa yeah. supports yeah. it. She yeah. came out last year. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I spent a day there with some managers and we hung out with the kids and we played water balloon volleyball. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think there coffee go. balloon volleyball would be even more fun. <laughs> That's Ooh. a bad idea. It's uh, <laughs> a really yeah, bad idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So well, it, it's coffee balloon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of cool because, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm bringing all this stuff up because when I genuinely thought of Starbucks and, you know, like, let's say years back, you think of this bigger organization and that, that just doesn't really care a whole lot. And then you gradually learn a little bit. And I don't, I don't, not to just continuously promote a, a ran, you know, like a, a, a company or whatever, but, but I mean, you're here. So I think you're a perfect person to talk to about this. But one of the first things I learned was somebody who works a certain amount of hours at a, in the end, a coffee shop gets benefits, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to work 240 hours a quarter, which works out to be about 20 hours a week. Which, but that's, that's amazing. And that yeah. probably helped you through school. If you, if you got that Number of hours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's that's huge. And then you start learning about, you know, I learned about the the contribution to camp quality, as Keegan had told me before. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, I saw the things through the Movember event. So it's it's just kind of cool to see how much uh, Starbucks or an organization can actually do for the community. It's even cooler to see that you can do that at your level as a manager. You don't have to wait for whatever, whether it's right. a regional manager or somebody up incorporated. You yeah. have some control over that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people yeah. doing it. And yeah, outside. exactly. Local people helping local people. people. <laughs> Especially when, I mean, you're responsible for obviously making money and, yeah. and controlling profit, but supporting something like Camp Quality doesn't necessarily bring business back to your store. It brings business to Starbucks. And so you don't really have to prove that your store is going to make more money. You just have to prove that it's a benefit to the community and, and to Starbucks as a whole. That's the really brand. cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah we cool. actually just started talking about Camp Quality again um, last week. There was an email sent out and we were kind of coming up with some new ways of uh, raising funds this year and that kind of thing. And our goal this year is $30,000. Nice. Oh. oh. That's, That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Not bad. Uh, with that, why don't we go to one of our segments. What's Classic Ottawa, Keegan? Classic Ottawa is our new segment. We keep people up to date with what's going around. What's going down? What's, I mean. what's going around, Keegan? No, what's going around? <laughs> All right. Uh, Ottawa school boards canceled school buses again on Wednesday due to lingering snow, which combined with the PD Day and Family Day makes it the sixth day in a row that some children have been at home. Some parents are furious with the decision, claiming that it's inhumane for any adult to have to spend five full days with school children. <laughs> Remind us, you're, uh, you're a school teacher, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> Eli L. Chantiri is calling for Ottawa to hire more paramedics. The city councilor says that first responders are often pulled away from their small communities and spend most of their day working in the city. Great. Another politician in the pocket of the powerful paramedic lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Shopify stock rose 9% this week after the e-commerce company announced that it had a smaller loss than expected, around $18.8 million. Execs at OC Transpo were excited about the news and reminded the public that their deficit last year was $36 million. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they don't really understand money that well. <laughs> you can always count on that. <laughs> An Ottawa father is livid after his six-year-old son came home from school last Friday claiming to have watched porn in class on a school-issued tablet. Teachers often hand out these tablets to allow students to play and learn on them. But it turns out, bouquet is not an acceptable subject. Say that word again. Bouquet. I don't know. One more my, time. 
My Japanese isn't great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bukak. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a mystery. Uh, and finally, a woman was rescued from the Rideau Canal locks yesterday after she fell in. While there's no word on what caused her to fall, she luckily escaped with only a broken spirit and spinal cord. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's how you ended it off, too, eh? Good for you. No, she was fine. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's important to know that Keegan actually changed the order of how it's written uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that he ended on that one. To I don't want to say a Japanese word. Uh, all right. So who knows what it means? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. So uh, you moved out when you were 18, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, you've obviously lived around the city a bit, but now you live in Hindenburg. Walk us through living in Hintonburg. Um, it's it's kind of like the Glebe community, but a little different. They are all super involved in each other, and oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. Every time I walk down the street, there's always people shouting across the street at each other. Actually, today I was walking down my street because I couldn't drive on it. Okay. Um, and it was easier to walk on the sidewalk than the street because every single neighbor had cleared off their portion of the sidewalk. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was amazing. Yeah. Nice. And it's just like, that's a normal thing that happens in my neighborhood. Makes sense. Everybody, um, they just love each other. Yeah, it makes sense. That's cool. <laughs> cool. How long have you lived here now? Uh, going on three years. So have you noticed changes? So, so... A couple of years ago, I remember – I didn't know much about Hintonburg, but I, I knew that they kept dubbing it as the new Glebe, uh, just as a hip place. They be. did, not – they. They people did, in Hintonburg did. Well, I mean, like, uh, um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I was yeah, reading yeah. it in, in articles and stuff too, right? But but anyway, uh, so have you noticed changes over the years as well or is it just um, – Yeah, definitely. Like, um, there are similarities with the Glebe for sure, especially now that I've, I work there and know a lot of the, the people that live there. Yeah. Um, but it's a much younger community. There's a lot um, younger couples and, and younger families that live there yep. instead of the crowd of the Glebe. Sure. Um, and a lot of the older houses that haven't really been kept up have been torn down, and there's a lot more newer pointy buildings kind of shoved into little corners and mm-hmm. all over the place. And, um, yeah, it's definitely changed over the years for sure. What's your opinion on pointy buildings? <laughs> um, are you for or against? I, I'm for, for pointy it? buildings yeah, as yeah. long as they don't tear down all the old buildings. That's oh, okay. true. That's true. I, I really like that it kind of is a mixture of all sorts of different buildings and Olden, houses and yeah. yeah. Interesting. Nothing matches. That's what I like. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Everything in Barhaven matches. Mm. Ah, that makes sense. Would you say Barhaven is the anti-Hintonburg? <laughs> um, no, Barhaven is full of younger families as well. It's true. They're just different. <laughs> they don't love each other as much. Okay. I see. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, do, do they even have sidewalks in Barhaven? Um, I know I Orleans know. doesn't have like the actual streets. Most of them don't have sidewalks, yeah. so it's yeah. Hmm. Actually, now that I think about it, not a lot of sidewalks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can't I worked one. there for about six months, and it's very different. I uh, driving around in my neighborhood, I have to be very, very careful of people crossing roads and and walking out in the middle of the street and all that. But Barhaven, people just drive wherever they want to, and <laughs> you have to be careful where you're walking. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Well, so what's <laughs> cool to do in Hindenburg? What's like a cool thing to do? 
or go. What time of day? Uh, let's say 3 p.m. It's mid-morning. Mid-morning. <laughs> um, just walking around and seeing all the little shops. Mm-hmm. They they change a lot, actually. Yeah? Yeah. There's lots of little, like, furniture stores and some clothing stores and shops and cafes and stuff. All right. What about 9 p.m. Friday um, night, nation's capital? Hindenburg. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's <laughs> a few really good bars along yeah. Wellington. Um, I was just at 1014 the other day having some cocktails. They have amazing popcorn. Really? It's, it's just like... 1014? Kegan yeah. said nine. Yeah. Nope. All right. That's, forget He's making name. a time joke. Yeah, I am. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. Uh, sorry, what is what is 1014? It, it's legit. It's just, just a little a, bar. It's a bar. Yeah, they have like little snacks, but not a... They don't have a big kitchen. Okay. Or they don't have a kitchen. Oh, okay. So they just have like little plates and stuff, but nothing too big. Okay. They have a glass of bacon. A glass Whoa. of bacon. Interesting. Yeah. Is We're, that what it sounds like? Basically, it's just a glass of candied bacon. Okay, Ooh. fantastic. Delicious. How do, you, how do you candy bacon? What is this? You like put sugar on it? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. You just bake it with sugar on it, and it really? gets kind of like a glaze. Yeah. Sugar melts. Oh, good to know. Unless you're a very gifted baker. What's your favorite recipe? My favorite recipe? Mm-hmm. That's really hard. What's, um, what's recipe I don't often make things very many times. I oh, really, really, really like trying new things and, and kind of testing things and um, learning about food and trying new things. So mm-hmm. making things more than once um, isn't something I do very often. Huh. Do you have something you're developing now or working towards a new recipe in the works? Actually, right now I've been making a lot of soups. Really? Yeah. I've been making a lot of soups and um, canning them kind of, but you can't... You can't can things that aren't um, very acidic. Well, you can, but not very safely. Mm-hmm. So I've just been freezing them instead Okay. in mason jars. I got some new stuff. Last week I made a potato leek soup with uh, applewood smoked bacon. It was really smoky oh. with some rosemary. It was delicious. Nice. And you yeah. can can that. <laughs> uh, you can can it, but, but you probably shouldn't. But you probably can't. Probably can't. So, <laughs> hey, go 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 back. When can you can and when can't you? You need acid. Well, yeah, you should only so like, can well, things that are acidic. Okay, um, so so like like preserves and um, pickled things. Okay, so if you wanted to can that potato leek soup, yeah, I mean, I do put it in mason jars, but I usually freeze it mm-hmm. so it lasts longer. Um, if I were just to can it and put it in the fridge or on the counter, it probably wouldn't last very long. Interesting. Okay. You can't pressure can it. Now, going to like working at a place like Starbucks, you also get a chance to kind of experiment with stuff. Is there any is there any kind of drinks that either people request or that you've tried over the years that you would suggest people like your your favorites or like a go to fun drink that may not be on the menu or might have, to, menu. might have to tweak a bit to get? Because I know that's a big thing with Starbucks. They really like when people kind of go crazy with the orders. Um. Honestly, when I first started, I used to just like order everything all the time and try new things and um I really liked it and then I started getting cavities. <laughs> <laughs> I had never had a cavity before that. Okay. Um so now I I usually just drink coffee. Okay. Um but there's definitely lots of 
uh, websites and stuff with a secret menu drinks. And right. if you're staying on top of it and getting the Starbucks emails, they sometimes um, send out little emails about uh, very short promotional drinks. Like last week for Valentine's Day, we had a molten chocolate latte available for five days only. Wow. Um, yeah. That's cool. So if I ordered it today, they would say no. They would say we can make part of it, but not all of it. Hmm. What would you not get? Like, what would you be missing getting it today? Um, there was an espresso-infused whipped cream and an espresso chocolate drizzle. Wow. Okay. That we only made last week. Nice. You're all out. We can do the rest, though. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> good. Uh, well, actually, before I continue, Keegan, do you have another segment? Do I have another segment? I always have another segment. <laughs> Sorry, I, I should rephrase you that. Don't. You don't. Do you have a segment that's worth our time today? <laughs> You'll be the judge of that. It's time to play our newest game. How would you like that coffee? How? Let's okay, say that again. Okay. How would you like that coffee? Like how would? Mm-hmm. But it's how would? Are you saying the the name how word or is it no, two I'm separate how? Words? How space word. word. Yeah. You like some <laughs> coffee. Oh my God. Uh, I'm embarrassed to know you. So we're going to play this game. It is Team Ottawa versus uh, Team, what was it? Team Guest? Yep. Yeah, Team Guest. Uh, team Melissa, Guest undefeated. Team Guest today. Team Guest, high legacy to live up to. They've never lost. Got this. Team Ottawa. Only going up from here, guys. All right. You can do it. Uh, how would we play this game? Is we are going to? I'm going to ask you some fun facts. <laughs> I'm concerned about a guy, a little guy by the name of Howard Schultz, former CEO of Starbucks, current CEO, current CEO, hasn't lost it yet, and he's uh, gone for a little while though, but he's back. Okay, okay. So we'll see who knows more <laughs> about Howard Schultz, Melissa. Uh, as the representative for Team Guest, you get to choose. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Give them a chance. Okay. okay. That's what you think. Yeah. We have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about Starbucks. Team Ottawa. Where, what city was Howard Schultz born in? Born in. Is, is Seattle too obvious? Seattle is too obvious, but I kind of want to say Seattle anyhow. Seattle. Oh, I'm sorry. Howard Schultz was born in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, wow. Even I didn't know that, actually. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. There you go. All right. Melissa. Aside from being heavily involved in Starbucks, what other organization did Howard Schultz have a heavy interest in? Hmm. You mean like like other (laughs) companies? Uh, it's kind of a company organization. Um, Give Melissa this a is, hard one here. This is extremely yeah. tough. This is insane. I mean, More there's other there's other companies that Starbucks is involved in. Like not not really a company. I'll say what team? What team? <laughs> yeah, like sports team. Yes. Um, the Seattle Seahawks. Melissa is very close. It's Seattle SuperSonics. Which the, doesn't exist. Yeah, which doesn't exist anymore. Fantastic. Or an NBA team. Melissa, I'll give you a uh, team guest gets a half point for okay. Seattle. All right. Mm. Do we get a half point for Seattle? For saying it doesn't exist. <laughs> no, completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Team Ottawa. Uh, here you go. 
This is taking a long time. I already hate this game. In 1999, what award did Howard Schultz win? These are really hard questions. Businessman of the Year. Maybe Person of the Year, I was even thinking. Person of the Year. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the National Leadership Award. It's the same thing. Yeah. They they merged the, the two titles. (laughs) All right, team guest, your turn. Please name me a title of one of Howard Schultz's books. Onward. Onward. I'm surprised you're giving that question. Like one point. The other one is pour my heart into it. That was a hard one. Pour your heart. These are some very hard ones. Okay, team Ottawa. What date did Starbucks have its initial public? Offering is this multiple choice? Yes, <laughs> you could choose to answer the right answer, or you could give up. I choose to choose the right answer. <laughs> All right, what is it? Oh, well. <laughs> we, you want us to come with a date, like day, month, year? Uh, here, I'll just... give you this. I'll, we'll break it into thirds. You can get a third of a point for the date, the month, and the year each. I'm. I want to say May. Think September, but sure, let's go May. Let's compromise. May, May, August. May. What is it August? No, I'm saying you can compromise I want, by oh. meeting in the middle. Oh, I, I want, I want May. All right, May thirteenth, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, two thousand three. Yep, May thirteenth, two thousand three. May thirteenth, two thousand three. Melissa, do you want to try to steal? What? She looks very confident. She I'm fairly certain it was in the fall mm-hmm. of two thousand eight. Okay. Do you have a date? Um, September 13th? I don't think that's right. All right. The answer is June 26, 1992. Wow. That's early. Mm-hmm. Wow. Initial public offering and trading was common stock under the stock ticker NASDAQ. Right. That's what happened not in bad. Not bad. Let's move through this game. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Melissa. Uh, good question. Turn, oh, I had a good question for Melissa. Melissa, what magazine rated Schultz as the 354th richest person in the United States. <laughs> what popular business magazine? For the, for the uh, final question. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Time magazine? Oh, that's close. It was Forbes. I'm very sorry. But, Melissa, you win <laughs> 1.5 to yes, 0. you do. Against Team Ottawa, Team Guest, Victorious. That's it was so really close. Yeah, those are... Yeah. That was surprisingly even. Well, I've, I've been given a lot of flack recently because people are uh, accusing me of lobbying questions to team guests. So <laughs> clearly, I gave her some hard ones. Yeah, here's the thing: when you like, you had two options here. You you could have either made it easier on both sides, mm-hmm. or or harder on both sides, <laughs> or harder on the guest side. By making it harder on the guest side, it just made for a very boring game. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's really a bad <laughs> it's idea. Not, it's not a good format. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't tinker, everybody. We're learning. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, that's okay. Um, so, yeah, we touched on it briefly in terms of Hintonburg, Melissa. Uh, let's talk about Ottawa. What are some of the things you like to do around around town? I see. So, so some examples, like... I'm looking at through your pre-interview form. One of the things you said was weird stores, and I know that applies to Hindenburg. But can you name some weird stores around Ottawa? Um. Well, I mean, I was mostly just talking about the ones in Hindenburg. Okay, that's cool. Just curious. Yeah. Are there any so, like so even in Hindenburg? 
Aside from the yeah, some specific ones that people should go check out just because they're so weird. Right. You said they were random furniture stores, but what are some weird stores? Um, there's a store called Wabi Sabi that only has like things to knit and to um loom things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you go in there and there's like knitting needles and yarn, basically. It's it's called what? Wabi Sabi. Wabi Sabi. Those are words. Yeah, absolutely. It's a Japanese word. Cool. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Um. There's a Christmas store on the corner of Wellington and Somerset. Dude, and I, is that open all year, year round? round? Every time, every time I walk by it, I'm like, and there's Why big, is huge this nutcrackers outside of it. Yeah, there are. You're a big Christmas fan, though, so you must I love am. it. I love it. Okay. In December, there was a Santa Claus walking around. Fantastic. Outside, huh. he was just trying to, you know, talk to everybody. Ha- have you ever been in a store outside of Christmas season? Been inside of it, a store in or that, that, that store. 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 I don't think I've ever been at Christmas. Wow. You've never been at all? I've been. Oh, okay. At other times of the year. Okay. okay. Yeah. So are there other people there? No. Okay, just you. <laughs> just doing so that's a front for something. It's got to be mean, a front I'm for sure something, at, right? I mean, I'm sure at Christmas there's other people there. I guess. Maybe just Santa. I feel like there's one in Montreal near the Basilica of, of uh, Notre Dame, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and every, yeah, I walked into that store and I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm not terribly into Christmas. I think what? it's what? a little bit too far out of the neighborhood for it to be very busy. Oh, yes. Because it's just on the corner of Wellington and Somerset. If it was a little bit further down Wellington. That makes sense. So you need to almost be just going for a random walk in order to get there. Yeah. Okay, that makes huh. sense. Cool. Melissa, Rob, and I went to one in New York this weekend. <laughs> that was she, a fake one. She ran away from it. Yep. Uh, was extremely okay. disappointing. How is, how is it fake? It was all geared towards tourists. You could probably uh, put your name on everything in there. It was too touristy of a yeah. of a Christmas store. She's more of a, like a traditional Christmas store person. Mm. You know, Very like traditional. Buddy the Elf. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. A personal hero, would you say? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, so what else around Ottawa? What, what else do you do uh, outside of managing a Starbucks? Um, I do a lot of yoga lately. Okay. I'm a member at Pure Yoga. Pure yoga is there one there there's one in There's what? one in Westboro and there's one on Bank Street. And they have like a pure yoga kitchen. Pure kitchen, yeah. Pure kitchen. That's Just also in Westboro. Kitchen. Have you been there as well? I haven't. I've been to the website a lot of times and I've Congrats. driven by. Okay. But I just I don't know. I haven't made time to get there. You I really should. should. All go. It's so good. Yeah. I've it, heard a lot of great things. It's a restaurant? It's a vegetarian restaurant and they mm, do take out as well. It's amazing. <laughs> So what's what, the what's point? Time. <laughs> uh, okay, so you do a lot of yoga. Yeah. Mainly in like yoga studios. Or yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. What was there a certain style you're into of yoga? Um, there are different kinds you can do. It, I heard it depends on the time of day, and it depends on how often I've been lately. Mm-hmm. Um, in the evenings, I like to do yin classes. They're a little bit slower and more about holding poses for longer, and they're a little bit more. But stretching and relaxing a little bit. Um, during the day, a lot of the faster classes are, are hot yoga. So okay. you really, really sweat and right. get your heart rate going. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I'm I'm somebody who's never done yoga. Yeah. I don't uh, believe that. Walk, uh, that's racist. Why, <laughs> walk me through why you might, uh, why I might want to try. I think anybody should do it. Um, you don't have to be bendy to do yoga. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not about that at all. It's more just about knowing your body and what feels best for you. So um, 
no matter what class you go to, the the teachers are always offering up um, not not easier, but diff- just different variations on different poses that would work better for people's bodies. And I mean, they're always walking around to see if somebody's struggling with something or, you know, if someone's not getting a lot out of it, they're kind of, they'll go over and help you do what's best for you. And um, every class is different too. So sometimes if I go and, you know, I'm feeling particularly stretchy one day, something, I'll do some moves a certain way. And then other days, if, you know, it's been a long day and I don't want to do the whole class or whatever, then that's okay too. So it's really for anybody and it's not even just like the bending part, but also a lot of the teachers incorporate some meditation to it and stuff. So, okay. I mean, sorry. How, I, I, don't, I don't see how, how do they make the link story to, to meditation? You- um, usually you start at the class by, with a little meditation. Some people participate a little bit more than others. I usually spend most of the class with my eyes closed that way. Um, it's more about me than the people around me. Okay. Mm, it's a little hard to balance with your eyes closed though. So. <laughs> yep. mm, yeah. That makes it more of a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I prefer to keep my eyes open. I'm always nervous that someone's about to attack me. About to attack me. <laughs> if you ever closed your eyes in my presence, I would attack you. I know. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with, Melissa. <laughs> okay. So that's cool. Uh, all right. So lots of meditation, uh, uh, yoga. Uh, I see, obviously, being at Starbucks, you probably drink a lot of coffee. You yep. like a lot of tea as well. I do. I uh, we already talked about cooking and learning about food and things. Uh, another thing you do is crafts. Yeah. What, what kind of crafts? Um, I don't know. I, I uh, my best friend just bought a house, and we've been kind of working on doing some stuff. And she'll come up with an idea, and I'll help her with it. Or, um, I mean, we put up her backsplash in our kitchen. We rented a wet saw and that up i hmm. i built my coffee table i've been knitting a lot lately oh there you go um this is not crafts this sounds like like construction yeah, yeah. labor <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> cool you made a coffee table yeah walk us through it um it's uh it's a it's made out of a pallet um i mostly just it's a half pallet so it's not super huge um and i mostly just kind of painted it and i attached some casters to the bottom some kind of wheeled Casters and yeah. put a glass top on it and cool yeah that's not bad Neat. have you ever been to one of those craft fairs in ottawa yeah yeah, w- yeah. like where um i mean i've been to some of the like the christmas craft fairs and stuff course, um yeah. every sunday they have uh like a sale at lansdowne yep I've been there a couple of times mm. in the winter it's not very big oh, yes. they mm-hmm. just have some you know some people knit some stuff and sell it and some meat and yeah. In the summer, there's more vegetables and stuff. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Not bad. So, in terms of crafts, like what 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 could I expect to, to see if I went to let down and lands down, let's say in the summer? Uh, just out of curiosity, I I I just I don't generally go to those markets either, so I'm just curious. Mm, people make all sorts of things. Okay, a lot of people do a lot of like sewing and embroidery, cool. knitting. Um, they make little like crafts out of like wood and paint. Yep. stuff. That's cool. Cool. Not bad. Uh, I think are we running up on time? We are running up on time. Before so, before we wrap up, though, yeah. Amon, we have to have an intervention. Oh, you keep saying walk us through this. 
I, I say, I honestly, I say it at work. I know. I, I can tell uh, you, you are too. getting it from work. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when we record right <laughs> after a work day too, is that I start saying things and, uh, I, I started working with, uh, uh, with, with, you know, just there's, there's a, I'm in a new position right now. So the guy who was replacing me in my old position, he's, he's French first, English second. And, uh, you know, every now and again, he, you know, he, just like I am in French, I'm a lot more technical or a lot more like, uh, use professional lingo. Whereas I use a lot more slang in, in English and he's almost the complete opposite. And at one point in time, he starts calling me out on things to be like, Oh, what does this mean? Or what? And, <laughs> and one, like, I guess I used to say in a nutshell, or I guess I, I say mm, in a mm. nutshell a lot. And, <laughs> and I guess for the first month, maybe month and a half, he didn't, he didn't know what I meant when I said in a nutshell. <laughs> and then he finally was like, oh, Amon, no. you said this like, multiple times <laughs> per conversation over the past like month and a bit what does it mean and every time since then he's like you said it again so now i'm starting <laughs> to realize like yeah we went on for a long time uh, uh before about all these little amonisms i have mm-hmm. and and apparently i have professional amonisms right. i think you said it three times this episode i'm surprised there's only three to be are honest you are you willing to retire the phrase walk me through this i am not oh, yeah you get a hot date tonight, yeah, that's why once per episode <laughs> Yeah, what's we reduce it? Yeah, there yeah. we go. Uh, so with that, thank you, Melissa, for you. coming by. Um, is there anything you want to promote or anything other than Starbucks? Uh, should people come to your store, or are you guys too busy already? No, absolutely. We love having new people. Yeah, and you put on clinics sometimes too, right? Or is yeah, it- last week we did a coffee seminar. Oh, so what? could somebody expect by going to a coffee seminar um this last one we did the thursday before valentine's day so we did pairing coffee and chocolate um and one of my baristas and i are going through the coffee master's program so we're learning about coffee a little bit more in depth and um so she just one of the things that you have to do to get certified is do some seminars and to show your knowledge and to share it with partners and customers and um so we got some chocolate from lint they very kindly donated a whole bunch of chocolate to us. And cool. um, we did some pairings and talked about different growing regions and stuff like that. And people came and had some free coffee and some free chocolate and wow. stuck around for a bit afterwards and tasted more coffee. Not bad. <laughs> when's, uh, when's the next one? Do you know yet? There's no date yet, but um, next couple months for sure. Okay. There you yeah. go. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, oh, and yeah, that's Bank and Third. Bank and Third, yeah. Bank and Third. Uh, Rob, where can the listeners find us? They can go to ottawatpodcast.com and you can listen to our podcast. You can check out our, our uh, Ottawa news pieces. You can also find us at ottawatpodcast on Twitter or just ottawat on Instagram. And uh, you can go like our Facebook page and leave a review on iTunes if you like the show or if you have some weird thing to say about it. Uh, we, we love reviews and we will read your review on air if you provide one. Sweet. We're, we're moving quickly up to iTunes charts. So uh, there you go. We'll if you know it. someone who hasn't iOS device, go tell them to subscribe to the show. Okay. Keegan, is there anything you want to say right now? You know that QI is a valid word in Scrabble? Yeah, I, I use it all that. the time. And yes. XI, you can do that too. Yep. Wow. Yep. Thanks. Well, so what's the longest oh. Scrabble word you know? We don't need to get into this. <laughs> okay, it's just any word, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> just a second. doesn't it have to... Well, I guess... I was going to say it doesn't have to be seven letters, but oh, I guess you can you add can, to any. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. What's the longest Scrabble word you know, Keegan? Bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. Great. Not even that long, right? That's the eight. No. Yeah. 
That's not eight. I, I, I regret asking Keegan. It's, that's <laughs> ten. Yeah, oh, shoot. Say. So, <laughs> Melissa, why don't you uh, end the episode by saying auto what? Auto what? Awesome. Thank nice. you. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. That's good. I was thinking bookkeep. <laughs> That's eight. <laughs> uh, but you could have.